Artificial intelligence is helping scientists to unlock the first new antibiotics in 60 years. So what was discovered? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Hello and welcome. Coming up, U.S. prosecutors reveal whether they will conduct a second trial against Sam Bankman-Fried. Plus, as 2024 begins, many around the world share a common hope that interest rate cuts will start. But first... The use of artificial intelligence is proving to be a game changer when it comes to medicine. AI technology has now helped scientists to unlock the first new antibiotics in 60 years. The discovery of a new compound that can kill a drug-resistant bacterium, which causes thousands of deaths worldwide every year, could prove to be a turning point in the fight against antibiotic resistance. For more, let's bring in Oz Sultan, the chief strategist with the Sultan Interactive Group. Hi, Oz. Thanks so much for joining us. Hi. Thank you and Happy New Year. So how, thanks, you too. So how did this happen and what led to the discovery? So um, MIT was looking at this for a while and they analyzed their assay at about 300,000 compounds um, and then put together a medical AI, which they let run on it and kind of figure out what compounds would be best suited um, for MRSA, which is just, it's not just horribly um, invasive. It's it's one of these uh, diseases that can infect entire hospitals. Um, you know, people that have existing diseases can end up with severe complications. It can, it can kill just masses. Um, and one of the challenges that we've had is uh, is you know developing countries and then also even like larger hospitals. So what they did was they went through a process. They came down with a handful of these. They ended up taking several hundred and ratcheting it down to maybe about a couple dozen. Uh, they took the compounds based on the evidence that was presented by the AI and they actually tested them. And they came up with a couple that reduce the resilience of MRSA by 10 times. So what we're saying is that if there was a MRSA infection, um, in the lab on mice, they can reduce the impact of that by 10 times. Now, the efficacy of these antibiotics obviously has to go through a period of research, um, you know, clinical trials, that sort of a thing. But it's huge in the sense that, you know, we haven't had advances in decades. I mean, so what is it, 60 years? And now what we're looking at is the opportunity to open the doors for just rapid scale testing that we've never had before. So what is the importance of this discovery for the medical world at large? I think it's, it's three phase. Uh, number one is that it, it proves that we can utilize the AI technology to advance research in a much faster uh, method than, you know, just traditional clinical discovery. Two, it shows that we now have compounds that can potentially solve existing, you know, disease issues and infection issues that are, are stemming from, you know, just the the advance of these these diseases getting stronger and stronger on a year over year basis. And third, it, it gives a framework um, for, you know, research to move forward in different avenues and different arenas. And that could be anything from cancer research to heart disease to, you know, cholesterol reduction and so forth. Now, what impact will this have globally? Um, should this be commercialized into a new um, 
penicillin, sort of, let's call it that. Uh, this could have radical impacts on increasing longevity, reducing morbidity inside of hospitals, uh, reducing infection and co-infections, um, and then also improving, you know, just life uh, and, and lifestyle in many cases where people have been affected by this previously and get um, additional secondary and tertiary infections. Uh, overall, you know, it's, it's yet to be productized, but the long-term impacts of this could be very significant. Now, what's the broader potential for AI to be applied in other drug discoveries? Um, I would think relatively massive. You know, the existing drug process that we saw accelerated through COVID um, with, you know, challenges for testing and challenges for efficacy and then, then questions about some of the vaccines themselves, a lot of the testing aspects can actually be worked out through AI to sort of solve some of the base questions. Now, if the FDA is going to accept that is one question, if international bodies are going to accept that is another question. But the simple fact that we can take something that typically was a multi-year process, if not decade process, and shorten that down into weeks, if not days, for certain types of research is, is huge. And then secondarily, it just opens the doors to leverage AI in all sorts of different surgical procedures inside of research um, and inside of the development of new drugs that can solve a vast array of health problems. Now, we hear so much fear about AI stealing people's jobs. Do you think this is an instance where it can certainly help humans and potentially uh, be a major benefit? I think in this instance, it's going to be collaborative. You know, drug discovery, drug development is something that will never be fully automated and requires tens of thousands of people for certain types of drugs, if not, you know, dozens or hundreds for other types of drugs. Uh, so the opportunity for AI to advance steps, provide additional validation, and, and also accelerate the process is pretty big. Um, in terms of taking jobs, you know, unless we have an AI coupled with a bunch of robots that are running the tests themselves um, and, and doing that not just in, in Petri dishes, but also on, on like lab rats and mice, uh, until something like that happens, I don't think that you're going to be looking at any job loss. Uh, but the upside of this is, is increased efficacy, increased access, and faster time to market. Now, from my understanding, deep learning models was used as part of this discovery. What's the future of using AI with these deep learning models? So most AIs are large language models that are built upon either large databases or multiple deep learning models or neural networks. Um, I think what we're going to be looking at uh, moving into 2024 is cluster neural networks. So where they have multiples of these working in concert to solve complicated problems. Um, drug discovery could be a huge one of these. Uh, but it could also be utilized in, in predictive traffic patterns. It can be used for, you know, reducing overhead on airports. It could be used for um, uh, just congestion pricing, you know, pollution tracking, a variety of things. So the, the opportunity is very big. Um, now, how this evolves from what we've seen, you know, from 3.5 to 4.0 to what will ostensibly be 4.5 this year for a variety of these models, whether that's ChatGPT or MidJourney or a variety of these medical 
AIs that typically don't get named inside of this research. Um, that's to be seen. But, you know, I think the future is bright. Um, there are always going to be challenges in terms of staffing and human capital, you know, headcount reduction uh, as this stuff comes to the forefront. Uh, but we are in the fourth industrial revolution, you know, and, and that's sort of food for thought. Oz, thanks so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. U.S. prosecutors say they do not plan to conduct a second trial against Sam Bankman-Fried. The 31-year-old former billionaire was convicted last year of stealing from customers of his now-bankrupt FTX cryptocurrency exchange. U.S. prosecutors dropped plans for a second trial of Sam Bankman-Fried, founder of the now-bankrupt FTX cryptocurrency exchange. In a letter filed in a Manhattan federal court Friday, prosecutors said strong public interest in a prompt resolution of their case against Bankman-Fried outweighed the benefits of a second trial. Bankman-Fried was accused of looting $8 billion from FTX customers out of sheer greed. Last month, he was convicted of fraud and conspiracy and would have faced a second set of six charges, including campaign finance violations, conspiracy to commit bribery and others. Those six charges were severed from his first trial. That's because the Bahamas, where FTX was based, had not approved them as part of Bankman-Fried's extradition to the U.S. in December 2022. The 31-year-old former billionaire's sentencing on March 28th will likely include orders of forfeiture and restitution for victims of his crimes. His verdict came nearly a year after FTX filed for bankruptcy, erasing his once $26 billion fortune in one of the fastest collapses of a major participant in U.S. financial markets. Bankman-Fried testified at trial that he made mistakes running FTX, but maintained he did not steal customer funds. He is expected to appeal his conviction. As 2024 begins, many around the world share a common hope that interest rate cuts will start. So is the big ease coming in 2024 or will rate cut hopes get dashed? Investors, economists, business leaders, and consumers all share a common hope for 2024, rate cuts. Some economies like the UK and Eurozone could have to wait until later in the year due to stubborn inflation and strong wage growth. But others, like the US, may see them as early as the spring. Here's Reuters economics and financial markets editor for the Americas, Dan Burns. Well, some borrowing costs for consumers and businesses have already started dropping just in the expectation that policymakers at central banks will cut their, uh, their interest rates in 2024. Now, will they keep dropping at that rate? That's unlikely, uh, but it's a pretty strong expectation that um, home loan costs, credit card costs, business loan costs are going to be lower in 2024 um, than they are right now. After starting 2023 with annual inflation rates that were on average 3.7 times the 2% target shared by most developed economy central banks, the pace of price increases is now down to 1.5 times that target. Now, if at some point inflation stops improving, that's going to make in, you know, central bankers edgy and less willing uh, to bring down borrowing costs. But if uh, the kind of progress that we've seen on inflation in the last few months holds course, 
Um, that will give confidence to central bankers to begin lowering borrowing costs in the first half of the year. But a major game of chicken is underway as market actors have set expectations for far more easing than central bankers may be willing to provide. The Federal Reserve, for uh, for one, uh, recently forecast, you know, 75 basis points or three quarters of a percentage point in um, interest rate reductions over the course of 2024. Financial markets, you know, the bond market, interest rate futures markets are now pricing expectations for 150 basis points, essentially twice what the Fed itself is uh, is forecasting. At some for more, head to tickernews.co. I'll see you soon. More right after this.